Welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. Thank you for listening in. Francis and I are in the sewing room, with the material stacked on one side of the room, and on the other, the finished costumes for an upcoming dance performance. It's exciting to see the progress week to week on the colorful tutus and jazz outfits. Sitting in this vivid assortment of cloth and glitter is a reminder of Francis and my many sewing projects of past years. Sewing has an ancient history and has been around since the Paleolithic Age or the Old Stone Age. After all, those caves were rather cold in the winter times, even with the discovery of fire. And well, necessity has always been a motivation for progress. Archaeologists have been busy in their digs finding needles of bone, antler or ivory, and thread of sinew, catgut and veins. These were the beginning of today's enormous fashion industry. Thousands of years passed before the sewing machine came into being in the 19th century. And now, with our computerization, we are in the era of mass production. Even so, there are those who choose a more artistic way in which to design and sew garments. So put the kettle on and join in the discussion. Francis and I look forward to your insights on teatoasttrivia.com. I am your host, Rebecca Budd, and I'm looking forward to sharing this moment with you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are today. Thanks for listening in. I am joined by Frances, my mother, to discuss the whole subject of sewing. Yes, sewing. Sewing our clothes, mending our clothes, sewing curtains, sewing all sorts of things through the life. And my mother has been an amazing seamstress through her life. And in fact, even now, she is volunteering to make costumes for and tutus for dancers, young dancers. So thanks for joining me this morning, Mom. I really appreciate you being here. And let's let's go back in time. I remember a sewing machine that didn't have electricity. <laughs> yes. The first sewing machine I remember was one that my mother bought and brought to her home when she got married in 1927. It was beautiful cabinet. You opened it up, pulled up the sewing machine, and there it was ready for use. It was quite an instrument. It uh, had treadles, a treadle. What is a treadle? Well, it was a, a sort of a board-like thing made of metal where you put your feet and then you pushed it like gas in an <laughs> automobile. Like a seesaw? Yeah, you, it you was. It was up and down. <laughs> and that's what made the sewing machine go. Now we trust electricity, but in those days, it was manual. This tread, whatever you want to call it, caused the sewing machine to function. And the needle to go up and down. Yes. And you determined the actual rate 
Yes, you could do it either slowly or more quickly, depending on the choices you made. It was a wonderful new machine because sewing was all done over millennia, actually, centuries. Was it a singer? It was a singer. They seemed to be quite ubiquitous during that time. And then they improved. It was it was a great machine. You could arrange that you could go forward or backwards. Now you do all sorts of things. That's about the size of what you could do in those days. What well, did you do a lot of sewing during that time? Yes, we did. You know, now we go to well, shall I say Walmart or other place? We we buy our clothes uh, at a reasonable price. And there were places that you could go there. In that time also, there was pennies, and you could actually s- send for clothes. Oh, that's right, the mail order. A mail order. And but why would you choose to make your clothes at home? Well, it was cheaper, very much cheaper. And you could make what you wanted. And you could go to the store where you bought fabric, and they would have pattern books. And you would look in those and find the pattern that you wanted, and you would take it home, lay it on the fabric, cut around the outside, and then you could sew it. Actually, it was an art. You got better at it as you practiced and as you did it. What kind of material was there? Well, now, you know, we have stretchy material. We have material of fabric of different kinds. It was cotton. I don't, I guess you could buy rayon, uh, but cotton was the most practical and the most useful for us. You could make anything from overalls with heavy cotton or little party dresses for thin cotton material. Well, where did you buy the material? Well, you could get it at the stores. Pennies had a whole section of fabrics. Like I say, you could order it in the catalog, decide what you wanted and thought was pretty. It would come by mail. Oh, isn't that interesting? When I look back at the the photos of the times in the 30s and 40s and the 50s, there was an elegance to the clothes. We like to have these loose-fitting garments. We work out with them. We go to the store. We run. We do all sorts of things. But then it was very, very structured in how they fashioned the clothes. The fashions were more elegant. There were certain styles that would come into fashion. And I can remember sometimes they were quite long, the skirts, and quite full. The blouses were sometimes had little collars around, uh, long-sleeved. That must have taken a long time to sew. Well, you had to know how to do it. <laughs> and uh, we learned as we we practiced. Well, there was raglan, but the raglan was off the shoulder. Yeah. Well, and then there was the shoulder seam, which you had to make fit for individual peoples. Well, I remember you had to gather the skirts, you know, like you had to gather, then mm-hmm. you put the waistband around. All of that took time. It and did. And the amount of material was greater than they are today. Oh, yes. Some some skirts were very full and very long. Then you had the fitted dresses, which had a elegant waistline. It was a good time. It must have been fun choosing the material, putting it out, cutting it out. 
my sister and I used pins. We would uh, cut out the pieces and then we would pin them together and then I'd, we'd sew them. My mother always basted everything. What is basting? I always think of basting in terms of turkeys. (laughs) Yes. Basting, uh, she used a needle with thread, of course, and instead of doing the pins, she would baste it the way she wanted it, and then she would fit it on to see how it fit. And She was very meticulous about her sewing. Uh, I think my sister and I were more... Lackadaisal. Free-flowing. Free <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was a good experience. Now, everything is different. It was just long stitches or short stitches if you wanted to use at the end of your skirt hem. Mm-hmm. You, you could backstitch so that it wouldn't ravel. Remember the zigzag? I remember when zigzag came out. Oh, yes. Zigzag then, of course, was something new. And, of course, if we would ever, at that time, if we would have ever seen uh, the sewing machines of today, it would have been a really good experience. It's long as Star Trek. And the sergers. Well, (laughs) that, that that was something very new. You know, the next time we talk, I'd like to talk about quilting because quilting and sewing at that time went hand in hand. Quilting, of course, is still an art. And I have a friend who's a master quilter. They really make beautiful things. Do they use sewing machines? Well, you know, some do. But uh, you can use a machine. Also, you can quilt by needle. And, of course, I wonder if that's going to become a lost art. Because in my day, that's all you did. Was needle. Needle. And you'd take these little delicate stitches, and and you'd spend hours, hours making a quilt. And a lot of great conversations. Yes. Well, the ladies' aid or any kind of ladies' organization, they would have these big frames, and they would sit around and talk and laugh and quilt. You know, sewing has been with us for ages, and it's it's something that is a way that we clothe ourselves. If you were going to tie up to a young person today, would you recommend they start sewing? If they want to do an art, it's an, I think, really, I think sewing is an art today because you can go and buy almost anything. It has more of a creative. You can do creative flares. You can do individuality. It is unique, whatever you choose. Yes, you can do your own designs even. And I I know people who make their own patterns. That would be like Sarah. <laughs> yes, like Sarah. <laughs> and I've been working now on something. Do you know it's something really unique to be able to make even a uh, wristband to fit? <laughs> I found that out. <laughs> so it's a lifelong journey. Yes. And don't think about it other than with human beings, because I think probably Adam and Eve made their own clothes. <laughs> Whether they sewed like we do, but they had to The ancients, clothes. absolutely, the ancients did it as well. I, they had probably a different, totally different way of doing it, but they had to clothe themselves. And then the Indian Revolution, but that's another story. <laughs> yes, I don't know if I can well, speak to that, but it... 
well, changed you, things. It changed things. And, you know, I really appreciate I remember you made a lot of my clothes, and I really enjoyed wearing them. Mm-hmm. And I wore some of them until they were threadbare. <laughs> well, it was fun making clothes for you and Sarah. I even made some jackets for Wesley. Yeah, I, I remember. But I never, I don't think I ever made anything for Brian. Well, by that time, we were... <laughs> <laughs> we we we're went. on to different things, I guess. <laughs> thanks for coming and, and oh, joining. Well, thanks for having me. It's been a treat. Thanks, Mom. For everyone out there, there is always a creative aspect of living, and one of them is sewing. It is a art form. It is a way of reflecting your unique personality and creativity. So until next time, really appreciate you listening in, and safe travels until we meet again. Thank you for joining Francis and me on Tea, Toast, and Trivia. Sewing, fashion, clothing. It's a huge subject that continues to be featured in our mainstream news, magazines, and other social media venues. It is also a main topic when we are planning a wedding, vacation, party, or first job interview. Every morning we choose our fashion statement which is a nod to the vibrant history of sewing. One last thought, no, two last thoughts, come from Gabrielle Coco Chanel and Elsa Schiaparelli, worthy opponents in the fashion world of the 1920s and 1930s. Elsa Schiaparelli declared that, in difficult times, fashion is always outrageous. And Coco Chanel adds that, the most courageous act is still to think for yourself aloud. Until next time, dear friends, safe travels wherever your adventures take you. And don't forget to wear that snazzy hat.